Hello, friends. It's great to be back hosting Wasn't That Special, 50 years of Saturday Night Live. After the holiday break, rest, relaxation, recharging. We are back and better than ever as we begin <laughs> to talk about SNL's season 14, our first season of the year 2024 in this March to 50. My name is Scott Bertram. You can find me on X, formerly Twitter, at Scott Bertram. Christian Schneider, who is standing by. Christian, how are you? I'm great. You seem to be promising an awful lot <laughs> for this one that we're uh, all rested up. But by the end of this one, uh, I promise I am going to get you to touch my monkey. <laughs> we touch will, it. We will see touch about it. that. <laughs> I am uh, less optimistic about that possibility. If you are In- new... Oh, go ahead. If you are new to the program, don't forget you can find us at wasn'tthatspecial.com, wasn'tthatspecial.com, as we walk through all 50, by the time we're done, seasons of Saturday Night Live. We watch every single sketch. We grade them. We talk about them. We give awards at the end of each episode, and we have a fun time along the way because it's a fun show. I mean, most seasons. We won't mention season six here. And uh, and we want you to be along for the ride at wasn'tthatspecial.com. Join us on a monthly basis to get access to everything we do. We do have some free posts uh, here and there, uh, but we keep the seasons, most of the seasons, behind the Substack wall. So join us there on a monthly basis. Save some money by doing it on an annual basis or become one of our bestest friends ever and be an executive producer for the program. There is a new, a brand new incentive for those of you who become any kind of paying, supporting member of Wasn't That Special, and it's brought to you by my good friend, Christian. Absolutely. Uh, As many of you know, uh, a few years ago, I wrote a comic novel. It's called 1916 The Blog, and it's basically uh, an explanation of of what would happen if the internet existed 100 years ago. Uh, And it's about a guy who's blogging about kind of world events in 1916. And there's a lot of funny stuff in it. So uh, if you join us uh, in really any sort of paid capacity, I will send you a free EPUB uh, of that book. Uh, Kindle is now using EPUB. So if you have a Kindle, if you uh, read books online, then this is for you and we will send you a copy. So uh, strap in. And read. <laughs> yes, I guess that's where we're going. Wasn't that special.com and then the executive producer level, our best friends, as I mentioned, executive producers get access to absolutely everything, which includes emails from Christian, two of them after every episode, including our notes on all the sketches we've watched. And then another email that includes a whole bunch of contemporaneous writings about the season, reviews and things like that. And then also, also, Um, some links to some of the sketches that we discuss in the show. That comes in the email as well. You get uh, the ability to vote in our uh, ending awards. After we do all 50 seasons of SNL, we'll have some awards voted on by your two co-hosts and our executive producers about the best and perhaps the worst of all 50 years of SNL. And uh, again, as I said, you become our best friends ever. All of that at wasn'tthatspecial.com, wasn'tthatspecial.com. And our executive producers get to tell us what to do during shows. We ask you before we come in and tape what you want to hear about, be it specific sketches or actors or actresses or hosts. What do you want to hear us talk about? Our executive producers can guide the way at wasn'tthatspecial.com. 
gmail.com. All right, season 14, 1988-1989. It's an election year. It's so much more in this season 14 of SNL. And as we've begun to begin, <laughs> as we've begun <laughs> to start each episode, we want to give you a uh, a couple word, a one word, a couple word description of the season as it unfolds before we get into who's in and who's out and all the things about season 14. Uh, Christian, I want you to begin first this week. How would you describe season 14? I would describe this season as propulsive. <laughs> that is my word. Um, last season was a, a strike-shortened season. We had 13 episodes, and when we kind of looked at our final grades, it ended up being one of the top five uh, seasons that we have graded so far. Uh, this one, is it the greatest season of all time? So far, you'll probably have to wait till the end of the uh, the podcast to, to find that out. But uh, it really is a step up from the previous season, and the previous season was great. You have a lot of kind of what we consider classic sketches. Uh, it's the perfect melding between performance and uh, the writing staff. You have this young writing staff that's got Conan O'Brien, it's got Greg Daniels, it's got Bob Odenkirk, it's got uh, Jack Handy now. They're all writing banger after banger. Uh, and then you have an incredible cast. Lauren Michaels' whole thing is your favorite cast is the one when you were in high school. Uh, turns out I was in high school at this time. And I might be able to say this is the best cast. <laughs> I mean, we'll figure that out by, uh, by season 50. But uh, it, it's hard to get better than the, the crew you have right now. So uh, I just think this season takes the show uh, into a new stratosphere. Uh, it's propulsive. It uh, Will it set expectations for the future uh, too high? Maybe it will. But as you watch this season, uh, it really is amazing. So that's my word. Propulsive is a good word. I struggled, and I don't know precisely why, but I struggled to find the, the right phrase, the right, right word to describe season 14. And what I ended up on, I still don't like. So you're going to have to listen to the rest of the show to have a more fleshed out and full description of 14. But I went with problem-free. There's not a lot of weirdness. There's not a lot of strife. And as we'll talk about soon, there's not a lot of clunkers. There's not really a bad episode in the bunch. 20 shows of live sketch comedy. And to go that length without really a bum episode is pretty incredible. And each episode seems to have at least one or two sketches that are very memorable. There's It's, it's smooth sailing. Maybe that's the right phrase. Smooth sailing. Problem-free. There's not a lot of things going wrong. Now, we're going to nip at the edges here. And I know we have some critiques and complaints. That's what we do here on Wasn't That Special, in addition to praising the good stuff. But by and large... Season 14 is just so well executed. The writing staff, from the performing side of things, musical guests are better even, I think, this year. And it's a great group of hosts. I mean, there is all the pieces, to quote Dave Wanstead, are, all the pieces are in place for a fabulous <laughs> season 14 of SNL. Uh, so your, your word is smooth sailing. Am I allowed to... Uh, I will grant you the... Uh... The compound word, yeah, problem smooth free, smooth sailing. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with my initial gut. Uh, it's problem free. I think problem free is my 
right. description. Just say it really fast and it, it becomes one it's word. It's hyphenated, I think. Yeah. <laughs> who's in, who's out, right? We always start by telling you who's, who's on the cast and who's leaving the cast and the writer's room as well. The writer's room, as far as I could tell, and you didn't note anything in our little rundown here, I don't think there's anyone that really has left the writer's room. And I think everyone is is returning. I mean, I, I don't think there's any major addition to the staff. Robert Smigel still here. You ran down the full list of, or a big list of who all who else is still on the writing staff. Uh, the Turners are here. Christine Zander is here, right? All the people who were writing season 13 are back uh, writing season 14. And among the cast, there's nobody new. Among the uh, the major cast, the featured players are the same as the season starts. So at A. Whitney Brown here, at Al Franken there. But we should mention here, and we'll come back to this in a bit, there are two, uh, significant in their own ways, featured players <laughs> that are added around, what, three quarters or so of the way through the season. Yes, you have uh, two young men named Mike Myers and Ben Stiller. Those guys will never amount to anything. <laughs> well, one of them didn't last very long. So uh, maybe uh, people would have thought that at the time. Let me just uh, let, quickly, I'll run down who was on the show just for, you know, just for the people who don't, who haven't listened to us before. It's uh, Dana Carvey, Nora Dunn, Phil Hartman, Jan Hooks, Victoria Jackson, John Lovitz, Dennis Miller, Kevin Nealon. Uh, and as you said, uh, Al Franken is back as a featured player every now and then. So, um, that's who we're talking about. And then, yeah, about two-thirds of the way through the season, uh, you have this young new C- Canadian who uh, came from uh, Second City in Toronto. Uh, as a youngster, as a 10-year-old, I believe he had played the son of Gilda Radner in a TV commercial. So he's kind of been in the game for a long, uh, a long while, and that is Mike Myers, and he makes quite a splash when he comes on the show, uh, as we will discuss in a bit. And then, and then you have Ben Stiller, who I was he from L.A. I mean, he obviously is the uh, the son of of Jerry Stiller, who was uh, you know famous famous comedian at the time. So that's who we got. Mike Myers recently or in the past year or so, was on the uh, the Fly on the Wall podcast hosted by Dana Carvey and David Spade. And we don't want to take too much of their content. That's their thing. But uh, a small story here from Mike Myers about how he got the job, which essentially boils down to he did not have to audition. He didn't have to do much. He had some people vouch for his work, and that's how he made it to SNL. Mike Myers here from Fly on the Wall. I technically was the alumni at Second City Toronto, and there was an alumni show, and Martin Short saw me there mm-hmm. and recommended me to Lauren. Yes, I know that part of it. I and wonder- then I got, I got a, I didn't audition. I just got called, and I, and I just, then I was just in the cast, and I didn't really actually know I was hired for the first little while exactly, and even Lauren, Lauren. I was in the hallway and he was, I was, he said, well, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm, I <laughs> you work didn't here. Even know you're right. He said, well, <laughs> why, why, why are you on nine? Yes. But, you know, why, why are you cross-legged by the elevator bank? And I was like, I, I don't have an office. He said, get off the floor or something like that. <laughs> well, and I was like, didn't I meet you and you hired me? <laughs> and then as soon as he got to the show, you know, within a couple of episodes, he does the first Wayne's World uh, sketch which we will discuss in a little bit but there's a a funny story in the the shales and miller book that we refer to quite a bit 
where he kind of pitched this idea and Conan O'Brien looks it over and he's like, uh, yeah, maybe try something else. <laughs> Conan was, uh, was this is a zero star reviews uh, moment where Conan's like, yeah, this is never going to work. But he kept at it. He kept pitching it, and uh, it became you know a billion dollar movie franchise. So Myers himself says, you know, Conan was, is just being modest. He he actually gave it a chance. So, so where shall we begin as we get into the meat of season fourteen? I I, I think we perhaps want to talk about this season. I've already said there's not really a bum episode, but as you look back, there are I think I would say three episodes that really define the season. And that's, they're, they're pretty much spread throughout. You have, it's season, yeah. it's episode one, it's episode, uh, what, 13, and episode 20. Tom Hanks, Leslie Nielsen, and Steve Martin. And they are important in their own ways. So let's start with episode one of season 14, Christian. This, as I watched it, and I believe we will see soon, the numbers bear this out, it is not incorrect to say that season 14, episode one, is the greatest episode of Saturday Night Live in its history to this point. Now, we can't talk for the next 36 seasons or whatever it is because we haven't watched them yet. But to this point, I think it's fair to say episode one with Tom Hanks hosting Keith Richards, your musical guest, is the greatest episode of SNL to this point. Uh, this episode is stacked. You have uh, Hans and Franz. You have uh, Mr. Short-Term Memory, which is you know another one of Hanks's memorable uh, recurring characters. You've got the first citywide change bank, uh, which we I'm sure we will talk about later. Um, there's a Dukakis-Bush debate sketch, which kind of becomes the model for debate sketches moving forward for the remainder of the history of the show. So much that so, is, as we'll talk about in a bit, they actually borrow, yeah. steal a joke from it for a future debate sketch. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's girl, the, the Girl Watchers with, uh, with Lovitz and, and Hanks. <laughs> Hello um, and goodbye, yeah. those guys. Yeah, um, I'm probably leaving stuff out, but from front to back, it is an amazing episode. And it's clear they spent a lot of time and a lot of care in the uh, in the off season. I mean, it was a short season uh, the season before, so right, right. it probably took those extra seven, eight weeks or whatever and put their minds to it, and it all came out in this episode. So, uh, yeah, it was just an incredible way to start the season. The other one that you liked here that uh, a little bit more than I did was the Jew, not a Jew game show. It's, uh, I mean, I liked it fine. You liked it a bit more than I did. Um, and then, um, oh, there's one that always sticks out for whatever reason is the the outtakes from Big where <laughs> where Josh, the Tom Hanks character, becomes a bully and stays, instead of being an adult, he stays in junior high <laughs> as a full-grown man. <laughs> Um, that's a little taped piece near the end of that episode, which is very, very good. So episode one of the season, the best episode of SNL up to this point in time. You go forward and look, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, sure. Airplane, police squad at this point out promoting naked gun. Uh, you know, but you know, as he points out in the monologue, he's not a comedian, right? He's not a guy who gets up and tells jokes. He gets his laughs by saying, things seriously while funny things happen around him. So how would he be as a host? Well, it turns out, Christian, 
He's an A-plus host. The writers were up to the task of writing him material that worked extremely well with Nielsen as host and in those sketches. And, by the way, this episode 13 launches two of the biggest comedy franchises of the 1990s. In episode 13, Mike Myers debuts Wayne's World, a 10 to 1 sketch. It's rough. It's rougher than you remember, probably. It's it's in, in, in both ways, meaning it's rougher as in not quite as good and rougher as in it's not the sweet Wayne and Garth you recall. They're a little nasty. They're a little mean. <laughs> and also in this episode, I think you and I agree on this, it's not as direct of a line as saying, oh, Wayne's World launched, but there's a sketch here called the 1960s movie, and it's essentially uh, all the stereotypical things you'd find in a 60s movie, the chase scene, the people bumping into each other, everyone in the same room and surprised to be, right? All those things. And it is quite clearly, I don't know that my, Mike Myers wrote it. It wouldn't surprise me if he did. He did get a writer's credit on this show, but of course he would have written Wayne's World as well. But this is clearly, clearly the seed of the Austin Powers films. Not the Austin Powers character, because he's not in there, but the look, the feel, the the satire of the 1960s and those films and all those transitions right that they have in, in Austin Powers, all of that comes from this sketch. So this Leslie Nielsen show, in addition to being a great host with great material and extremely funny sketches that we haven't even mentioned yet, launches Wayne's World and the Austin Powers franchise. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a billion dollar episode. <laughs> this is, it's just amazing to watch. It's it, like, when I watched the, uh, what was the, the the Beatles documentary that was on uh, uh, Apple TV a few years ago get around back, Thanksgiving? Right? Get and back. It's like you're wa- yeah. get back. You're watching it and you're like you're actually watching. It's like watching the U.S. Constitution being written <laughs> uh, because you're seeing. And now when you watch this show, it's like you're watching the 1990s being written right in front of your face. And uh, you're right. There is no Austin Powers in the Austin Powers sketch, but it's all the, you know, the colors and the grooviness. It's, it's and, everything else. Uh, all the, he, he, all the, the British. The character's yeah. not there, but everything else is there. Right. Uh, and then you've got uh, sketches like uh, Snap Decision, which is a, uh, a game show that's just, it's completely disjointed. And Leslie Nielsen is making up the rules as he goes along. And he just, he's so deadpan and he plays it so perfectly. There's no... There's no mugging or winking or anything. He's just like, he's, he's what Bob Euchre should have been a few seasons before. He's, he, he's just perfectly, uh, you know, in the zone. Um, it, it, it's just wonderful. Um, and it's another one, I, I, you know, it's one of the first in the long line of idiot uh, game show contestant <laughs> types of things, but mm-hmm. uh, he, he plays it off well. Kevin Nealon brings back the, um, Mr. Subliminal, which I was not really thrilled about. But then they give it a twist because he's uh, in a bar with Leslie Nielsen, kind of teaching him the tricks of how to, how to be Mr. Subliminal. Uh, and then he, I don't know if I should give it away, but he ends up using it very wrong. And it ends up really being a really funny sketch. So uh, there's another banger. Uh, this, is, this is a great, great episode. Now to find out what the third great episode of season 14 might be the third tentpole episode you're gonna have to join us don't cost much but it does cost something (laughs) and it's over at wasn't that special.com you can join us monthly you can join us on an annual basis save some money 
or become an executive producer. And to lead things off, Christian, tell us about the brand new extra special benefit for everyone who joins us. Yes, if you join us with a paid subscription, then you get an e-copy, an e-pub of my book, 1916 The Blog, uh, which came out a couple of years ago. It's uh, uh, gotten very good reviews. It's four-star reviewed on uh, Amazon. And uh, yeah, it's a good book. So very funny. So if you uh, join us at any level, then you will uh, get a uh, get a free copy of that EPUB, so you can read it on your Kindle, your iPad, whatever you, whatever you use to to read your your electronic books. It's an excellent book, and it's yours if you join us. Again, wasn'tthatspecial.com. Get us on a monthly basis, save some money with the annual subscription, so you have everything that comes through. And then our best friends, the executive producers, uh, get a whole lot more too, including. Emails, two emails from Christian and I each week after an episode drops. You get the first email, which has all of our innermost thoughts uh, that did not make the show on sketches from the season. So that's coming out for season 14 uh, later on this week. And then you've got the other bonus email, which includes links to clips of sketches that we discuss and a whole bunch of contemporaneous writings about the show from that time. So this time, 1988, 1989, what were people saying about SNL? Well, you'll find out as some of our research is also included in those emails. You get uh, the book from Christian, which is fantastic. You get the opportunity to vote on awards that come at the end of our 50 episodes covering 50 seasons. And you can tell us what to do. We will ask you before we record each and every episode, what do you want to hear about? Whether it be particular cast members, particular sketches, things you remember, maybe things you misremember. Hey, did this actually happen in season 15 or am I my imagining things we can tell you because we watch every single sketch <laughs> just for you so please join us start 2024 out the right way with wasn't that special 50 years of saturday night live that said wasn't that special.com <laughs>